0: Okay, right, let's stop it off, bro. Ooh.
1: I know. Arbitrary. There you go. Ready? Yeah.
2: One, two,
3: three.
0: Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome brand and brand new sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 181 for your eardrums. Guys, who's a favorite? Please. Subscribe, leave five stars, tell a friend, choose an email. It may be sportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandon, and with me, as always, the commission of commissions. Most awesome.
2: Oh, thank you. You're too kind, sir. Our buddy,
0: we're fantasy football season. With, How you we doing, man?
2: We're right here. I've got to get my prep on. This is what I gotta Are get doing. You? Are yeah. you a
0: little behind? I'm a little behind. Like mags. You like the mags on the college football, but you're a little you a little behind right now on the uh the fantasy football? Yeah, so I haven't not-
2: even I haven't even found that 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 overpriced thirteen dollar fucking fantasy football <laughs> magazine at <laughs> the yeah, shelf. The
0: sports I, I look for at the airport, I've been like in the airport the last couple of times and it's like I was looking for it and I don't even I don't see the sports illustrated one, which I like because it's like a lot of yeah. pictures. Is that one still floating around?
2: Is that still a thing? I haven't seen that one. No, maybe they no. cut back on no. that. So <laughs> no. That super high-gloss fucking paper. They're like, nope, too rich for our blood. It's too good. Uh, what's your rule? Like, you used to uh,
0: – like, in the beginning, I know everybody got, like, super sexy about fantasy football seasons. I'm sure you were in, like, five or six leagues. Now you get a little older, a little bit more family, a little bit more children underneath your cap. Yeah, do you, that's right. Do you cut it back? Do you have, like, a maximum number of leagues you can do?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was – it used to be two. And now it's three again.
0: Right. Because <laughs> of me. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, you just step in. Yeah. But you do like doing the auction league.
2: I do like doing the auction league. Yes. I do like the auction league. It's one. It's the only auction league that I have, which is fun. And, and you know, it's actually now it's, it, it makes a lot of sense. Cause now we have the league of leagues, the league that shall not be named more of a traditional league. Sure. Then we have a dynasty league that we're in and an auction league. So it's like, it, it spreads the, you know, it covers yeah, the well, fantasy yeah. gamut.
0: Yeah, you're, you're doing, like, you're getting the appetizers, you get a little taste of each. Yeah, like, exactly. Taste,
2: a little yeah. sampler platter of fantasy football. Dynasty
0: at $500 League? $500 a year. Disaster League, disaster <laughs> League. I, I do like you brought this up. Maybe we'll jump into it. I don't know if we have a segment if we jump into it. Maybe we'll bring it up when um, we, we have a new segment that we're fantasy unrolling food. out. Yeah, House of Hobbies, which will oh. be uh, real fun to talk about. But, um do you do like your wife is pro you playing like daily fantasy sports right she believes in this talent of yours which is the talent of yours
2: yes yes she does she she actually oftentimes will see the fan duel or draft kings like those winners the guys that are in like the sports jerseys that you know won like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then she'll see on the commercial and then she'll just she'll just stare at me <laughs> just look at me just like burning a hole in me like what's up Talk all this shit. Talk all this shit about how good you are at fans of football. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, where's your fucking commercial? <laughs> let's get some big checks framed up in here.
3: Yeah, exactly. Literally.
0: Exactly. Oh man. That's this Um, guys, we do not have a big frame check, but we do have a jam-packed episode. 181. We're doing riff headlines. We're doing college football preview. We're doing hobby house. Uh, we're gonna talk about a brandana hobby. Uh WTF MTG, Magic Gathering, and then I got back into it. We're talking about it. Um, Neapolitan Showdown, we're talking worst superheroes. Brandana Gambling Corner, doing the AFC South and NFC South. That's right. We uh, we started a little late, so we had to catch up, but we're going to have our boy Joe Booth jump on the podcast. He's going to do a little fantasy booth. We're talking about, we'll see if he acknowledged my question, but we're going to do... just. <laughs> <laughs> the snake draft versus oxen draft. series. says. They're going to finish as we always do with our MVP. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power.
3: It starts now. Extra, extra. Read all about it. I'm talking front-page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headline's there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your sh- oh, Come on.
0: All right, buddy. Um, right from the headlines, we're doing a little bit of the college football season. Yeah, we, week we one.
2: You said we talked about. Yeah. If you remember back mm-hmm. from episode one seventy three, we talked mm-hmm. about little some some gambling, some brandana gambling corner college football, and I totally forgot after we ended up off the pod. I totally forgot about a little gambling tip for the college football season. What is it, buddy? Oh, real quick. So, yeah. Oftentimes we look to see about how teams do against the spread, right? You want you want time, teams that are successful against the spread. Yes. But let's find some dog shit teams to bet against that have, over the last five years, terrible against the spread records. Oh. Ooh, so, here's some teams historically that have been bad against the spread where you can look at some of those opportunities to win a little
3: I, 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 I mean are,
0: are these are we looking at like those like these weird lines where it's like 35 and a half points 45 and a half points or are these just like teams that just don't
2: quite cut the mustard these are teams that don't quite cut the mustard so if you're looking at percentages you're better to bet against that the or, or you know bet against that team right if, yeah. not covering the spread because historically for the last five years they've fallen at subpar. So let me give you, let me give you the first team in that. There's five teams. Arizona is team. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Tennessee is team. Number five, 35.7% against the spread. That means teams are covering right around 65, 64% every time that they play them Mm -hmm. over the last four years. Okay. Next up, Arizona, university of Arizona, the Wildcats. Love this homework by the way. Yes. Thank you. 32%. Right. So we've got some good yeah. options here UTEP the Miners out of University of Texas El Paso 31 This is just football right cuz I like UTEP in basketball this is just football this yeah. is just football this is strictly yeah. football against the spread last 5 years okay. got it. 30 31.4% Akron in the MAC the Zips 30.2% mm. and the worst of them all another MAC team Bowling Green 29.2% nearly 70 70% of the time or a little over 70% of the time, teams cover against the Bowling Green Falcons. Ooh. Line up, line them up, baby. You win some money. Oh, this is so good. Oh, you
0: almost want to serve this for Brandon and Gamley Corner. Like, these are. The funny thing, I know about these games because I bet on these games. Right. I bet on these games like I think they're like Tuesday games where you're just like, oh, right. what the fuck am I going to bet on, on Tuesday? It's just like, oh, Bowling Green on the road, fascinating. Let's go for it.
2: Right, they're That's- they're they're seventeen point dogs. Like maybe I shouldn't take that, or maybe you should now that you know how they fare against the spread. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let's um, love that, love that plugging in. We're talking about it. We're we'll going up in uh, BGC next week. We'll do that. What are you thinking about, like, the uh, the top 10 football teams ranked in college right now and also the expansion of the playoff? Does the expansion of the playoff, does it happen this year? Does it change how you see actual, like, conference championship games? And does it change how you see, like, who you like taking, taking all of it?
2: Yeah, it's tough. It's going to get a little tougher, like, to forecast – who you think although i do i did pick my final four for this year right now cuz i thought you're going to i was anticipating you're going to ask that question but i do yeah. think like you know expansion will make it a little bit tougher to to figure wait, out
0: wait, we, well let's let's make it easy are we expanding this year or? no
2: no 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 just going to be for this year although they are actively pushing for it um mac brown at university of north carolina the head of coach jack swarbuck the ad from notre dame are pushing pretty hard for expansion I think they're more in the six or 18 camp. Uh, there's been some chatter of like 12 teams, which...
0: Oh, I thought, I, thought, I thought we're locked up and it's over. Do we not know how many teams... Is, is it definitely expand 2022, and do we know how many teams?
2: Uh, I don't think it's definitely... I think there's been chatter about it. I could be wrong on that drink, everybody, but this year will be four. I know that for sure. Yeah, and, I, for sure. and I know there's a couple decisions on... You know, I know there are some camps that want six or eight teams and there are some camps that want like 12 teams. Right. They want like a big mega playoff. So if there if the, if there's a decision for expansion, I don't necessarily know if they've they've hammered home how many teams it'll be.
0: Well, what, what what makes the most sense to you?
2: I would say six, eight is honestly almost the the cap on it. You know, now we're looking at okay. we're looking at kids that are now playing like full NFL regular season schedules. I mean,
0: is that, is that the fear? The fear is like the health of the kids.
2: That's I mean, that's, that's what my fear would be. Right. I mean, if I'm, you know, if I'm so, so Trevor Lawrence played in uh, 15 games, both his freshman and sophomore year. Uh, so 15 games and that's going to the, the college football uh, championships, both years if we now tack in another game in there for these, these top level programs, we're talking 16 game schedules. I mean, what's, what's the chance of one more, one more game, one more sack, one more injury, one more knee getting torn up. I know I've, I know, you know, I've advocated for the player quite a bit on this. I I, I just fear like these kids, yeah. even with the, even with the NIL, they're going to make a little bit of chatter and they're going to make a little bit of money and that'll be all fine and well, but it's not worth some of these guys like, now going I'm like all right well I can play more games because now I'm getting paid it's it's you know it's it's penny wise pound foolish right so we're at the limit so six games is gonna potentially or six teams potentially puts like that fifth or sixth seed maybe having a a 16th game if they go on a run and advance all the way to the finals um you know the top level teams still going to be about 14 15 games you know, we just keep pushing it. We just keep pushing it forward. So I'd like to see it just kind of settle at that eight a- teams means that everyone's going to be probably playing close to, to 16 games, which is that's a big season for these kids, even though they've got huge depth and, you know, hundreds of scholarship players and the, the red shirting is, is a little bit more um, open for players where I can play four games in a season and then still take my red shirt, which is advantageous. So I can, you know, a top level freshman, I can sit after, you know, playing the first four games of the season or any four games of the season rather.
0: So does uh, does the, because the new thing that happened this year, right. They can sell their rights. Does that change any of this forecast of just the postseason of college football?
2: I don't think so. I don't think there's, there's been any, any indication early on that there's going to be any like, um, you know the 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 rabidness of of these college football games is still going to be there. You know, um, and and I think you know, I think it's going to be I think it's more of a going to be a recruiting tool. You know what I mean? Than than anything, than you know, detracting from how they can sell the game.
0: Yeah. So uh, look at the top ten right now. Is there anybody in the top ten that you think? I know there's like an LSU that I think it was outside of the. Even be nationally ranked last year. Yeah, they, exactly.
2: LSU had a shit year last year.
0: Yeah, is, is there gonna be this kind of like peeking in? Like, do you think like this top, like the top twenty five is correct, or is anything you want to poke holes at?
2: I mean, Michigan is in the top twenty five, so I mean, I you know, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna poke a hole like yeah. that Yeah, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean,
0: well, talk, actually, no, no. uh just yeah. aside talk to us about Michigan. Are right, are they in where they're up? Are they on the way down? Like what's going on? I know there's like uh, probably an over. I think, I think you would agree to it. A little overvalued, just like since the tradition and with the John Harbaugh era, like getting ranked a little bit higher than they should be because it seems like they've been a disappointment for a beat.
2: Yeah, I mean Harbaugh in six seasons at Michigan is forty nine and twenty two, uh, and they they can't beat their rivals. I mean they've been they've struggled against Ohio. You fill out the rest, whiskey. Wisconsin, you know, uh, even Michigan state. That, that,
0: that like if you're a Michigan coach, you have to beat Ohio. You fill out the rest, right? Yes. You
2: have to. That is the game. They call it the game for a reason. And it's not just for the marketing aspect of it. it it's, it's literally like you, you know, we could go one in 11, but if we beat Ohio, you fill out the rest. That's it's a good season. And yeah. <clears throat> the rivalry is such, and especially the way that Ohio has been playing, they just had the top, uh, one of the top recruits, Quinn Ewers, uh, a quarterback out of Texas, actually graduate early to come sign on. So basically, he he should have been a uh, 2021 high school senior. He graduated from high school early, enrolled at Ohio, and is now taking snaps. So this Ohio this Ohio team is loaded. Um, but Michigan returns, I think it's like nine starters on defense and seven on offense, or I could be flip flopping that but they do, they had a good recruiting class. Um, I think the the biggest thing for Michigan has been the consistency at quarterback play. You know, they got, they got, they thought they got a big win with Shea Patterson. You know, they, they thought, you know, Joe Milton was going to be the guy and he ends up transferring to Tennessee. Um, You know, they've, they have, you know, a couple JJ McCarthy, uh, who's Christian McCaffrey, or uh, JJ McCaffrey, who's Christian McCaffrey's son. Now they have Cade McNamara. Cade McNamara is going to be the guy five tool talent at quarterback yet to really see him play uh, other than spring ball. So we'll, we'll, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, there's a lot of hope on, on this, but you know, Michigan also, they've, they've modernized, you know, hardball was very much like old school football, you know, running the ball, pounding the ball, and that's all fine and well, but you know, uh, offensively he can't, he can't c- compete not just on the field. I think it's less about that because I don't think it's stylistically the, the issue. I think he can't compete in the recruiting aspect or the player development aspect of it. So getting those players, those elite athletes and you know, the in-space athletes that the Ohios get it, it is is been a struggle for him. And then truthfully, his coaching staff to develop that to the next level. I mean, they've had a lot of high draft picks, but they've had a lot of guys that have come in with great pedigrees that have not dominated the game the way that you would have thought. Uh, so they've really revamped their coaching staff, bringing in younger guys, bringing, um, I can't remember drink everybody, the defensive coordinator who is now, who was with the Ravens, young guys bringing kind of a young mindset to the game. And, uh, I'm, I'm excited. Do I think it's like a national championship year? Probably not, you know, but I think, I think that they could be hanging around the top 10, which would be a positive sign for Michigan football.
0: Uh, why can Michigan not recruit the top level players? Like what's going? on? Uh,
2: well, you know, recruiting's tough. I mean, when they get Harbaugh, the, the thing is, is Harbaugh. Cannot, I mean, well, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Tell us what what is recruiting? I mean, recruiting is it like what we all pictured? Is you're shut up in the living room,
2: yeah, and you're like
0: you're you're. Eating the mom's like fucking like Sally. You're just like, yeah, this is amazing. And you just put a smile on your face and you are just like selling her. Like, what is it?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Harbaugh early on had all sorts of wild stories. He once spent uh, a whole evening and he slept on the couch of a kicker recruit that he was trying to get, <laughs> you know, he slept in the, he slept at the kids. House. Yeah. He's, he was a wild man. He came out of the gates early and he, you know, and he had, you know, some of the top players in, in high school, Rashawn Gary, who is now an offensive uh, or excuse me, an outside linebacker defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, first-round draft pick, number one overall player out of high school. He got him to recruit uh, to sign with Michigan, came in, and, and it was good, but it was like you could see the talent, but it wasn't like he was, like, just you would expect him just to dominate all over the field, and he was kind of up and down, inconsistent. Jabril Peppers, you know, is uh, was a first-round draft pick, uh now he's with the the giants safety was this unbelievable kind of multi-dimensional player was a defensive you know safety defensive secondary kid um, but they put him even in you know on the offensive end just trying to get him into space kind of like charles woodson um really good but you know like failed to make like huge huge plays and now is but now is in the nfl first round draft pick. like athletically talently talent wise was there wasn't a bust um so just like was he putting all these guys in the right spots? Was he developing them? What is he creating a, an, an environment to like, let these guys like you, like the Saban mentality of like dominating these, you know, making these guys dominate on a play by play basis.
0: Okay. Well, give me your, uh give me your top four. Does top, the,
2: top four at the end of the year.
0: Top four, Yes. End of the year. Do we have our, is, is our preseason rankings look right? Or what do you got?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think by and large, you know, I think it, it looks, it looks right. It's kind of the, the, you know, the, the, the Bama's the Georgia's the uh, Clemson's, you know, these are, these are, you know, kind of your, you you know, your, your, your teams that make sense. Cincinnati's up there as well too. I believe that they're, but they're a really good team. Cincinnati's a very good football team right now. Fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Fun to watch. Um, You know, so I think anything is, is, is possible. Notre Dame, I think is a little outside the top 10. Um, But I, I, you know, I, I like it for where it is. I think the end of the year, I think it's going to be, you know, interesting with Bryce Young at, at Alabama, the small, you know, kind of mobile, excuse me, quarterback. Um, I think they're going to make it, you know, it's a tough SEC division, but they're, they're a tough team to play. Um, I like Clemson, in the ACC, uh, you, you Galey, the quarterback who filled in for Trevor Lan- Lawrence when he had COVID showed great signs. They reloaded. Uh, their defense is, is solid. I really like them to be pretty strong. Fortunately, Ohio, you fill out the rest. I think they're just mm-hmm. they're just too good. They're they're a really good team, mm. and you know Ryan Day's got them fucking dialed in. But it'll be interesting to see how their new quarterback play uh, will, will will be. And then my my little bit of a dark horse, although it shouldn't really be a dark horse, considering how well they played. Uh, I'm, I'm going Iowa State. Iowa State, okay. the Cyclones, have a good team this year. You know, I think they're, depending on what poll you're looking at, they're like seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. Um, but they're a good team. Uh, Brock Purdy is their quarterback, who they brought, um, that, who came back. Uh, really solid tight end, Charlie Kohler. And then Brees Hall uh, is their running back. Like, they're going to be a solid team. Matt Campbell, head coach, has been, you know, people have dangled big coaching gigs in front of him. Uh, and I just opted to stay at Iowa state. I like the program that's there. Um, I think that they could be this kind of this year's little bit of a dark horse, kind of, you know, underdog against the big, you know, perennial Clemson's Ohio's and you know, Alabama's.
0: I like it too early to call it, but you do have Iowa state, maybe sneaking in getting
2: a playoff spot. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe upsetting a little Spencer Rattler in uh, Oklahoma. We know, we know the Big 12 is going to be going hard at Oklahoma and and, and Texas yeah. this year. Big 12. You've heard us talk about
0: that. And we'll talk about it again. Um, all right, like, bro, let's get. Um, I want
2: Joe for Hobby House. Let's get him on the line. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Book him. Book him right now. Book him, Dano.
1: That was my bad uh, being a, brandon good.
2: and i were talking it was like all right he's like you send it i was like no i thought you sent it and we just were like oh we've <laughs> yeah. just been sitting here like where the fuck is joe Yeah, it was oh. a legit who's on 1st all right let's
0: all right. let's cop right. it off three two one
2: that's not a fucking hot oh
0: uh, yeah it sure is all right we got joe back on uh joe we asked you last time uh i don't think you're the uh, not the five-time member but maybe you are now six time Seventh time? Seventh time on the
1: pod? I, I think this is uh, 142 times I've been on the pod. <laughs> All
0: right, listen. Uh, we did pull them on a little early uh, for we, we want to get a take on the new segment, which we have going on right now: hobby house. Talk a little bit about our hobbies. Uh, Brandon Delaney, myself, Brandana. Dana. Yeah, your hobby. Your hobby. Yeah. Yeah. For this one, yeah, you got hobbies. Yeah. Figure them out. I got That's hobbies. That's we'll Figure them out. Magic the Gathering. I'm playing Magic a again. Uh, doing some boosted drafts. Today. How? I, I've texted you both,
1: called you both. From I don't need a deep dive. I really don't need like the like the sure. the two hour YouTube tutorial. <laughs> yeah, but how, give sure. me the like like Steven Spielberg's in an elevator with you, and he's like, "I'm thinking about making a movie about Magic the Gathering. You want to write it? Explain Magic the Gathering to me. Go."
2: Yeah, elevator pitch it.
1: So, uh, again, the elevator pitch would
0: be, uh, I mean, like it's Dungeons Dragons card based, and it's it's like it's chess meets Dungeons Dragons meets like poker for me. So, it's uh, like it's all it's all which never meets girls,
2: right? Right, minus (laughs) it's plus poker minus female interaction, sure, yeah.
0: No, plus never like I need to hook up with girls. So, my new thing is I'm going to get the magic. That's never happened. It oh, was just like it's... I got to crush some tails. So, I'm going to get my like, magic. On. Is there anything
1: there that is more just like emotionally cost prohibitive than being an attractive girl who wants to play Magic the Gathering? You can't do it. You can't, like, you could never go to, to a tournament. It'd just be yeah, like, I, mean, I don't need that much attention in my life.
0: Yeah, I think the only the only pro would be like probably mask. You got to mask up, so it's just like I can at least cover my face sure. and not have to do like all this like unwanted attention.
2: Plus, she's got to worry about all the boners tipping over the the fucking boards, right? <laughs> Are there boards in the game? Is there? A board? Are you playing a board? Fuck, fuck.
0: There's, I'm there's I'd, I'd make really a small penis a...
1: joke, but you know, there's some nerd out there with just a hog. It's just always, a it's, hog. it's
2: always. The fucking deal. Like, the fucking geek in the corner is just slinging that salami.
1: Yeah, that wiry 6'2", 135 pounds with an apple the size of a golf ball.
2: Fucking Ichabod Crane.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you guys got it. All right, so I told told my boy, our boy, I told our boy, Alex, I would be world ranked. Whoa, uh, whoa. Modern modern, uh, a year from now. So, I have one year. So, September of 2022, I need to be world ranked. Is if you
1: are the worst MTG player in the world, does that make you technically ranked? Like, you're ranked dead last?
0: No, no, no. I, no, no. It's like, no, I'm not looking for a loophole, and
2: I don't think you get on the board. And I say, like, I have to look at... I we're, know going like, off, um, we're going off Kasparov rankings, or what are we talking about here? Like Yeah, we're going we're world, off... World rankings. Yeah, yeah, we'll go. <laughs>
0: But I I think you. I think you. There's points like it's supposed to be a thing when you top eight. Like if you top eight, like you get like a mat from some tournaments, and you kind of do all that shit. So So I yeah. I want to. I want to top eight and some regional shit. Do you get sponsored
1: and shit? Can you monetize this? You you
0: well I mean, obviously you're talking to Brendan the Gambling Corner, which you're gonna do later, which you will be uh, (laughs) guest for on there. But yes, I will. Oh yeah. I would not be interested if you cannot monetize in some way. So there is a way to monetize that. Like there's, there's sponsors that it's, it, it, to me, it seems very akin to the, the poker boom. Like where it was just like, uh you know, you, you wear that, they slap all that shit on your shirt and shit. So there's like channel fireball. There's companies like that, that have you like, they give you the sleeve. So you use those sleeves and they pay you like, who knows how much. Yeah, you're gonna get them.
2: like simply safe banners on your arms. It's going to be like a real NASCAR vibe. I'm into it.
1: I'm, I'm into he's, it. I'm he's win. the Tide Magic the Gathering player. <laughs> right. The old Tide number 29. What? It, yeah. What, it, what? If you so monetize you guys- it, is it a hobby, though? Is it a hobby if you monetize it? Or is it just a revenue? Like, my hobby is opening Jimmy John's. Like, it's what I do for fun.
0: Question. No, no, I think, yeah, I think, think it is. I think especially, like, our, like, our orbit, like... All the people we know, they do hobbies for a reason, and that hobby would be to monetize it. It's not necessarily; it doesn't mean you don't enjoy it, but like the end game, which makes them smart, is just like, "Hey, like this is my hobby, and I can make money from it somehow eventually."
1: Yeah, yeah. Is that fair? You're like an old hippie, like making turquoise jewelry outside of like Taos, New Mexico. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like, I don't need yeah, to just- do this, but I do it, and then I. If I can sell it to like a tourist for twenty bucks, great. Or you know,
2: yeah. If I can uh, cover my my RV rental for the day, then it's then it's all good. As I travel this turquoise bandwagon all across the country, absolutely. <laughs> I got a I got a couple questions for you, b Let's go. Buddy. I did Let's I did go. a little research. I got I, think oh, I've, I, night. I did a little Shocked. research. Shocked.
1: Yeah. Where did the founder of Magic the Gathering go to college? Right. Right. Well, in- yeah. What <laughs> university
2: is is he from? Richard Garfield. Right. Dude, right. i think he dropped out mm. my first question what's up what what do you, what are we doing this for what's up
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why? Why? Why?
3: Why? What's, going on? what's going on
2: man what's no no i'm just kidding no i did i did see so there's <coughs> oh, there's man. colors in this right there's are there colors like there's certain there's colors Five colors. Five, colors, five colors
0: in colorless. yes
2: what, and what what are the five like? What's the deal about the five colors? Like, what's the advantage over one color over the other?
0: Oh well, each each color has like a flavor. Of what it does like blue is control. Tastes like raspberry.
2: I'm sorry. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, black,
0: black is black is you use the graveyard like direct damage, direct damage to yourself. Like red is um, sorcery spells like direct damage. Uh, and then white is very, pristine. so white's about gaining life, and then green is about just like big creatures.
2: There you go. Okay, so now like there's it, there's something called is it mana? Am I am I pronouncing this right? Mana, Man- yes, mana. mana. Okay, story. and you take mana to make to buy spells, correct? Yes. Okay. Exactly. So how do you get how do you gain mana by like defeating somebody? I don't know what mana. Like how do you get mana? No mana. Mana. You walk through the too, desert too. for forty years. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You can
0: you also you look
1: up snowflakes no. come
2: down all right all right dorks, all right, dorks.
1: um you basically <laughs> <play. You didn't laughs> that old exodus reference oh man how niche <laughs> look at those, look <laughs> those
2: nerds in your religion
0: okay. you, get, you get to play a land one land per turn and then you tap a land and the tapping in the land gives you mana gotcha so turn one you can tap for one mana like turn two usually if you play a second land you can tap for two mana being on those and it's like man will let you cast spells
2: gotcha and spells is where it's at right that's what you want to do that's what's bringing the thunder
0: yeah yeah you want to get a creature out there you want to cast your spells you want to do your
1: thing yeah. i feel like this is equal parts magic the gathering intervention and magic the gathering recruitment seminar and i don't know where i'm <laughs> gonna land
2: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: right this is this is how scientology started
0: yeah. I'm not, like, I'm not, like um, chess is corny but i i understand why people like it like, you guys would be into Magic the Gathering. Like, I do oh. picture a perfect world where it's
2: just like... I'll be, I'll be the judge guys. of that. I'll be the judge
0: of that. Yeah, I know. Like, you you have three kids. Like, yeah. Joe, like, you're...
1: you're like Joe, you you're, have a life. Saying, like, like. I don't, <laughs> yeah, don't like, want to throw I, a wrench. I, I don't do want to divide up the pod. <laughs> but most awesome, if you're sure. world ranked before Brandana is, I'll give you $1,000. Oh, uh, now yeah, just just for the just for fucking yeah, just for being a competitive
2: weirdo, you might find me doing that. (laughs) Not even for the money, just I know. All right, so my my final question. Uh, Yeah, okay. Oracle of Moldaya and Zendikir, double faced cards that are half lands. Uh Moldiah and Seagate Restoration with the Oracle on the battlefield. Can I play the Seagate Restoration as land for the top of uh, from the top of my deck?
0: Uh, do that, do that one more time. Do that one more
2: time. I don't know. Close. With the with with the with the Oracle on the battlefield. I mean, this is fucking 101 stuff. This is, I, this is like well, this is a... <laughs> for sure,
3: for sure. Right. I'm embarrassed, thank, yeah, you. With, thank, with, you. With, thank
2: you. With the Oracle on the battlefield battlefield, can I play the Seagate Restoration? as land from the top of my deck. So Muldaya and Seagate Restoration. I review what the Oracle does? Oracle, Muldaya and Zendikir, double face cards that are half lands.
0: Okay. Uh, yes, you can, you can. You, you can't can, a land. yes,
2: you can. That is correct. Very good. Yes. I also I went like out, I went out to. I wanted to read it and I was like, what do these words mean? <laughs> I was like, like, is this English? I, I like you,
1: up? like
0: I like your your kids went through so much things today. Like they had to see like you having a food man chew. And you're like, oh, and then I have to go Reddit. I have to go Reddit about like the Lee talk about yeah. All right,
1: I, I have one question. So Are bad is, beach stories? Is- are bad beat stories any better in Magic the Gathering card games, or are they just as fucking? Very question. Like, no, they're a
0: thousand players. percent better than they're a thousand percent better in poker because it's like it's it's different every time. Like it's something you've never experienced. Poker, everyone knows, it's just like oh oh, oh he got
1: his dirt jack oh, oh, my God. oh yeah oh this flush beat
0: that flush fascinating. Like poker bad beat stories suck. Like magic the gathering. When there's
1: a dark sorcerer involved, like right. necromancing. I mean, that shit that's wild.
0: All right, fantasy booth, bring us to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Um, uh, fantasy booth. We got a boy. Joe Booth's gonna be popping in. Like we said, once every three to four pods, talk a little fantasy. As a fantasy pro. Um, this week we're gonna talk. Maybe we're gonna talk, we're gonna do um What did it do snake
1: draft versus auction draft? What's better and why? It's a great question. And here are my top 10 quarterbacks in order.
3: (laughs) 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 He's just gonna do what he wants to do.
1: (laughs) No, I did. I did actually prepare for this. I really did. (laughs) <laughs> i really did prepare this i thing. didn't like I,
0: I was i was 50 50 and i was just like is he gonna commit to the joke and i was texting with most awesome it's like he might commit to the joke he might actually answer the question but either way it seemed fantastic
1: <laughs> little of column a a little of column b uh yeah no i th- this actually this this research bothered me it really upset me what bother you What bothered me was that I came all in. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to defend the snake draft. Mm, Right. And I think the the reason why I, I I like the snake draft is because it is a microcosm of fantasy in itself, which is just like, it's frustrating. Like it sucks. Like you, you, everybody's unhappy. Nobody loves where their like draft pick is it. I love the, like the sit around and wait for your next pick which, like, if you get a bigger league that's, like, you know, 12 or 14 people, like, that can take a minute. It's enough time for you to, like, stand up, walk away from the computer, get a drink, talk to your friends. Well, what do you – What I mean, what do you think – like,
0: I know you're going into it. I don't want to stop you, so keep lining these things up. Like, what do you think is the
1: best number of teams in a league? I think as many as will stay engaged – Good like, answer. I, I mean there are 10 team league, It's just a, a, a mental switch that you have to do. Like if well, you're 10, you're in teams, a 10 team league. I, I, you're just... I, I don't I don't want to
0: do a 10 team league. And or a 10 team league. <clears throat> and I know we have that with our uh, we can talk about this other league. Like we can talk about yeah. things. It's just it's it's two little teams for me. It's that's why you have I to have that.
1: a super flex. You have to have a super, you have to build up the roster to where it right. basically imitates having more teams in the league. So that those last roster spots become, you know, valuable.
2: Yeah. Yeah. 10 teams, 10 teams is small because it might put a kibosh on trading, which is the interactive, like you said, invested in the league. That's what you want. You know, people kind of, you you know, trying to make trades, trying to find deals to win in advance. And if you have a 10 team league with a lot of value on the, on the free agent waiver, people are just going to kind of interact with that and it's not going to, you're not going to have a fun league. So I think, I think, I think you're right. Like there's a great answer. As many as that are going to be invested, I'm sure there are some 18 leagues that are out there that dudes have a ball and have a fucking great time. I'm sure there is. It's not for me. I'd probably say in like the, the 12 to, you know, 12 is probably the optimum number, maybe 14, you know, just depending on how you shape the league. But I think it really comes down to the biggest thing is, is like fucking, if you sign up for a fantasy football league, like the most you can do or the least you can do, I should say, is just fucking contribute just just like be active just be uh, you know a voice on there
1: yeah if i i agree with with all of that i think if there's a reason why 12 is probably the optimum is because when it's the industry standard there's just you can reference every resource in the world because they all are designed for 12 team leagues but that's actually why i like having a little bit more or less is because uh, the information has to be actually parsed out for yourself. You have to go and, and then extrapolate that to your league and to yours, which is like why the league that won't be named. I love it so much because the rules have gotten so in depth that, it, that, you know, there's things that just like, well, they don't factor this into their database. So I can't just, you know, tune into ESPN and tell me what they think because they don't right. know. They don't know the right. league.
0: Yeah, so what's your what's your drafting style? I mean, obviously you switch it up, but do you like you have different magazines, or still buy a magazine at this point? Like, uh, uh,
1: I'm I'm so jealous of you, like every year going and buying the magazine. If they even like, do they even print them anymore? I I, I
0: mean, I find them falling off. Like, I don't. The Sports Illustrated have one this year. I tried to search for it in the airport. I didn't see it. I, I they, haven't seen
1: it. Do they make paper anymore? I don't. I can't <laughs> be sure. sure. Uh, my draft strategy. Um, I'll be totally honest. I like last year was a, was a. Well, give what, what, what
0: us how many of your leagues you're in and what the rules are.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm dropping out of my third league. They're lobbying to keep me in, but I'm dropping out of my third league. It's an auction draft. Then I'm in a dynasty draft, which has, which is, which you guys know is just one to 10 and then it resets the order at the top. So it's, it's like the NFL draft where it's just, if you're the first pick, you're the first pick in every round. And then we you, are, you, you do that offline, right? We do that offline uh, via yep. text message, which is the <laughs> smoothest way to do it. And, uh, everyone loves it. Yeah, right,
2: uh, right, right. In fact, uh, I'm, I'm surprised that it's not the universal <laughs> standard amongst everyone
1: you know uh i had to step away from from commissioning the league because people were like this is too good it's ruining my other leagues uh, you're doing too good of a job it's too efficient there's no fun um so that that one goes uh, top to bottom which is nice because the whole point of that league is the reason why you do drafts like that is for season to season parity so nobody just gets stuck and when you're doing a dynasty and you have a shitty roster like you're just stuck at the bottom of the barrel. But do you, do you like dynasty? Do you I like dynasty being like four four years deep into it? I love it. I think it is it's not fantasy football. It's um it's it, it's a completely different game. So I'm really I would it's always like, It's like Magic
2: the it. Gathering of fantasy football. That's what <laughs> yeah. I've often heard it compared to.
1: Right. Like the only thing people don't want to hear about less yeah. Is like then Magic right. Gathering is your Dynasty team. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like, oh, you, oh, wow, that's great. You drafted Jordan Love in the fourth round two years ago. That's so yeah. cool, man. I'm I, so I, I I do like that about Dynasty.
0: Like, no one gives like it's like it's uh, it's funny you brought this earlier, but it's like trying to describe a poker hand. Like, no one give the only people that like, give a shit about the Dynasty League are the people that are in it. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no way you can get someone excited. Just like, here's the thing. So four years ago, and it's just like their eyeballs are already like checked
1: out. <laughs> it's just like it's amazing. It's like playing Madden, but in analog. You're just it's like the like yeah. incre- it's like a year over year Madden game where you're building oh, a team. Oh, oh, do, you, do you love do you love Dynasty as much as you thought you would?
2: Yeah, no, I, I I enjoy like what you're saying is the carryover, right? Like the cultivating of a roster is 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 fun in in a different way, right? Because you're like you know. I have now investment in these players longer than just, you know, the, the 14 weeks or the 13 weeks that I'm going to be, you know, playing with them for a a traditional fantasy league. So uh, yeah. So I think it's, I think it's fun, especially if you have, if you're in other leagues, like it's a little, it's a little different. We think about it in different terms of how we are trying to like trade for value, how we assess value, you know, I think in in d- dynasty, you know, value is also like, you know, age of the player, right? You know, I think you get a little bit yeah. of a bump up on that age of the player just because they're more valuable because they're going to have a longer run in 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 football potentially. So, uh, I think I think it's fun. I think it's different, and uh, you know, I think text drafting is the way to go.
0: I uh, Joe. If, if you want <laughs> if, if you were to talk to like people that are about to start, like their dynasty league would you say transition like your friends league into a dynasty would you say like take the same friends start another dynasty like what would your advice be
1: i think it would it would be take people that you take your good friends the people that you know are going to be around don't don't pick your coworker. like right. you know oh this nice guy ryan who works in like sales in my office like don't pick that guy he's not going to be around in your life in 10 years the whole fun of dynasty is that like in 10 years, you'll have a roster that you started building day one. Like, if you, like, if you drafted Justin Herbert and didn't release him, then uh, he's going to be on your team in a decade. Like, that's cool. I, I like that idea. I would say pick the, like, the nine or 11 best friends you have who are into it and do an auction draft. Uh, use those values to be, like, salary caps so those become the monetary value of the player. Set a salary cap. So, that your roster turnover is based on budgeting. And it's just fun. Like, you'll, you really work three days a year in Dynasty. It's like, who are you going to cut? Who are you going to draft? And then you're basically setting your roster. And for the most part, it's like, it's kind of it's rompo pale. Like, it's kind of yeah, set it. it and forget it.
0: That's fine. Let's do a walk away. So, you have started Dynasty League and you've been a commish and you, whatever, transitioned the commish to other people. Yeah. Um, what's what's like the three biggest lessons? I know it was like kind of baked in there somewhere. I get like don't do the thing, but it's like what would you say like actually like a, as a transitional like transactional point, like what would you tell people to like how to build the dynasty is correct?
1: If you're talking about building a dynasty league or building your dynasty team, building a dynasty league, building a dynasty league. Uh, I would say number one is um be a salary cap team from the very beginning and auction your team. Um I would also say be really open to uh redrafting and just starting the dynasty league that over I,
0: I disagree like not like this, that's such to just give yourself I know I said it before but it's like why the reset button? Like that it's to me like the hardest part about like dynasty is getting people to sign up for it. So once you're there just be like here's the thing if we reset once we can reset i don't like a maximum number of times that's what scares me so if we reset one time we just like oh like do we reset like four years from now so all the things like all my interactions i'm trying to build for oh, like
1: could be yeah. reset now I, I this would make, needs to be perfectly sorry go ahead no
2: you are no, you're good uh sorry uh, i would say the i think even more the the point is is like pay attention to what platform you use like that's I think that's a huge thing. If you want to do salary caps or uh, you want to do some sort of like contracts or however you want to set this up for dynasty. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you have, you have to find like so a, you have, appropriate you have,
0: you have to do one of those, right? And you have to do something.
2: You have to do yeah, something, right? You have to do like, something
0: about how to like it can, put it can, players it cannot, back in there. It, it can't be a league of just like 12 fucking keepers.
1: Right, exactly. No. no, no, yes. no but, but the platform that you use, whether it be my fantasy league or sleeper, um, or you know ESPN, Yahoo, NFL, whatever. Like find find a platform that 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 really can be as user friendly and adjustable as you want your league to be. Right. And probably my number one thing is um, uh, don't be a commissioner. <laughs> uh, really be be an overlord. I don't like make <laughs> unilateral decisions. Do not have any democracy involved because people just want to fucking bitch 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 and debate 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 and you know what we don't yeah. have time for this well look, no, look no, no, if, no,
2: if i've, like, I've no, learned anything no. about history i know north korea works for a reason
1: <laughs> you know well, what I mean, still It's still here it's still here <laughs>
2: right
1: exactly
2: all t- talk about
0: this like i mean do you like do you write like regulate until like the the bottom like a plate or are there sometimes you're just like this is that and that's that
2: well, I think like in any league, you have to like ownership is key, right? And 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 I know Joe's joking, but like you have to get buy in of your owners. And we were talking about this off pod. You're only as strong as like your weakest player yeah. in the league, right? One thousand
0: percent. One thousand percent. Yeah. With anything. I, yeah. In, like, I, I, yeah. A a like. A dynasty league is not fun if there's one. Do this check. Right, out. and
2: I would say that well, this this, this goes to, to even all leagues, right? To any leagues, right? Any leagues where you're carrying over, if it's not, you know, like not dynasty. I, I, I think, I, I
0: think you away with like if it's a cash league, if it's a whatever,
2: like king pigs is fine. Yeah, but it'd be, yeah, but, but then in you may as well be yeah. No, no, but in the in the king in the in the cash leagues or whatever, like that's where the arguments are going to come down to on like the rule play, like the gameplay is going to come down to. Like, am I going like I feel like if we change this rule or this is this, this rule gets adapted or bent, then I'm going to get fucked on this. And so I think I think that's where you have to have buy in. Like people have to have ownership in the decisions that are being like levied upon in the do you league.
0: You, do you feel like that's what the money is?
2: I think the money is to a certain extent, but if you don't have if you don't have buy-in amongst the owners about how the league is going to get set up, when someone bends a rule or pushes the envelope, I think that's going to that's going to drive. If money's the only thing, it's going to drive a bigger fracture into the league. Versus,
0: okay, let We got we got to get out of this, and we we don't okay. have a lot of time. But um, I didn't even get
1: to my amazing stats about. I'm really glad
0: we got to fucking snake versus. Yeah, This is insane. Real Uh, quick,
1: real quick. Historically speaking, just running through the last five years, uh, if you have a 12-team league, the number one overall pick and the number 24 overall pick, so your top two picks, uh, or the number one and number 24 player, consistently uh, always outscore number 12 and 13. So it doesn't Uh even out if you're the first pick of the first round and then the last pick and then you go back-to-back. Those two players never outscore number one and number 24 ever hmm, and then you're like <clears throat> so snake only works like- based on uh-huh. one idea which is that nobody is smart enough to draft the the number one and number 24 score with their first and second picks well, nobody said, does like,
0: you're just saying like the it's broken but i do like you you pull up a yellow little tab so I'm going to take you very seriously. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did. I have, I have a yellow, I have yeah, stuff written I know, down. You know, I know. This is the, these, flip, Brandon always gets on me for all my analog <laughs> notes that I take. I have a fucking book of shit. I and know that in 2018,
1: right? Devonte Freeman was the, was the projected number 24 overall player, and he scored nine points.
0: All right. Um, so human
1: error is just why snake draft works. That's right. Uh, before we go to
0: the next round, um, commish, uh, yes, the longest commish I've known that's been for years since two thousand and was it nine ish? I think of, so. Yeah, it, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, eight is limp is what you wanted to put in the memo line for a check back when they had <laughs> checks. Um, uh, just fantasy football is let's assume someone's starting a league what would your pro tip be to start a league of fantasy players
2: uh pro tip fantasy players uh find a good site find a good site that is gonna you know like you said you're gonna be able to cater it to all the things that you guys want to do you know what i mean we chose espn way back when because it had all these fun you know ribbons and medals and pictures and things like that that's all gone away so early on we're trying to find a good league. Find a good league that's going to give you good resources that everyone can use. User-friendly. That's my that's pro right. tip.
0: We got Joe Booth here. It's a booth. He's going to stick around. Can you stick around? Just the <laughs> Nia, if you don't mind. Is it okay, Joe Booth? Ooh, very exciting. Yes. Run. All right. The Apollo Showdown. the Jam! So let's leave it alone
3: Because we can't see eye to eye let's leave it
1: alone because we can't see out of hair.
0: we might replace the song with just that
1: there ain't no good guy. there ain't no bad guy. there's only you and me
3: and we just disagree all right
0: everyone knows it i right, was talking three worst superheroes <laughs> you texted me this, my boy, most awesome. Yeah. Back, back. to that. Oh, amazing. Cool.
2: Set it up. You right. got
0: you got any your throat So spot?
2: my number three, I, I dare I say this might even be hack. I don't even know it anymore at this point. And I'm not going for any of the just I'm not going for like the risk the obscure uh you know sure, bizarre yeah. that. superheroes no, that are out there. It. Yeah, yeah, We're, yeah. we're it. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, so but I'm I'm going with my number three. I'm going with Aquaman aquaman is lame king of the fishes all this other stuff i know they try to like really zhuzh up aquaman yeah, yeah, with king fucking jason momoa you know yeah. what i mean uh, but really like really we all know aquaman is you know adrian grenier from you know entourage like that's really what we know aquaman for or like some pretty boy with like gold you know scales and a fucking green pants and you know the a blonde coif aquaman What's stinks it? i know it might be hacked to say but he stinks number three do you think that stopped like this is a great point like one of the
0: storylines which sounded insane at the time and it made entourage kind of ahead of its time they're just like oh they're gonna be this superhero movie it's gonna be with aquaman which is just like why would anyone ever do that movie
2: yeah and yeah literally someone did that movie then they did that movie yes that was a that was a weird thing i was like oh yeah," they kind of liked it on entourage i guess we'll roll this out for you know 180 he, million bucks or whatever is they spend. near and is he in that movie i would love i would love the you know it'd be really sad if he was like a starfish or whatever the fuck like you know what i mean like he's not he's not he's not jason momoa you know what i mean but it's he's, yeah and, and he's
1: surrounded by star fucker fishes <laughs> right, right, exactly.
0: uh i and i do not care for adrian my girlfriend at the time during entourage talked about like adrian grenier i don't i can't go too deep on this but he he, he made a pass he made a pass
2: Ooh, in a, a way a, that
0: someone started on entourage would do took a but
2: cut I, huh took a swing he did take he took a half yeah
0: always on my shit list that dude was always on my show number three uh gene gray <laughs> She can literally read other people's minds. I think that's a power that's a little too late to the game. Like things are already going down. You mm. can't like, oh, I'm gonna read your mind. You're going to blow this building up. And it's just like, yep, just did it. So that
2: click that.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh wow, you see everything right if they happen. Yeah. Like, rest of
1: everybody. <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> Two things that I noticed about Jean Gray. Jean Gray really opened my eyes to how boring it is for an actor <laughs> to play somebody who has telekinesis. It's like, all right, so in this scene, she's gonna make this building like come down with her hands. Yeah, like, so to, okay, so I, I, I um, I have to touch my head. I, I touch my touch my head. Yeah, or I just stare off into the distance and then you guys see just, like how boring is that? Also, I, I love Jean Gray because when she's like um So you're so uh so you're like the professor, huh? Nowhere near that powerful. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> no, so exactly. you're uh your superhero no. strength is something that a a literal cripple guy does better. <laughs> yeah. The awesome power, power dude, that's sweet. That, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the guy that really does that's better. Oh, that's that's really okay. Uh so I think they made uh 3 Aquaman including the entourage movie. Uh <laughs> but one of those is a TV show so that's two and a half points for most awesome. I'll take, they, it. I'll take it. And they made uh they made uh 6 uh X Men movies, Um nice. and two and a half times six. Solve for x is uh yeah. That's uh, eight eight points for Brandana. Oh, all right, we'll take the math it. Math checks out. Well, I, don't, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't rewind. Don't, don't yeah, rewind. Don't the math back. checks out.
2: We, we don't want anyone don't, strongly worded emails going. Arbitrary, sure, but yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, good. Number two, number two. Yes. Um, it's not a not a traditional superhero. Not not obscure. Not yeah, traditional.
1: Not so, guys, we have so much my work. My mom. We have to get there, to get there two over unders. <laughs> a frontline health worker. Oh uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> most fucking right, people. Go. They
1: stink. Now, um,
2: uh, my number two, Captain Planet. You guys, remember Captain Planet? What a lame. What a what a snoresville. I know it's a cartoon superhero. The power is yours. No, dude, it's not. I need you to. Just, I, I need to show well, up I'm and like, fucking wait, die. Right. Steven
1: Spielberg just got off the elevator after turning down the Magic the Gathering pitch, <laughs> and he's like, "Fuck! I thought that was going to be my next hit. I need a new movie." Stat, pitch him Captain Planet. Look, I like, I like, I right. like where are you, I'm, I'm like, Steven. I like most, picture, most awesome. this, picture this green
2: mullet, little heart of thing, five rings get sent out to the planet to most, all most, the fucking you know Benetton ad of the world, like the
3: like the, like the Olympics.
2: Yeah, like, awesome. uh, yeah. call out was just like, hey, this is like a cartoon.
0: Just like, you mean like all the fucking comic books? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Still on brand. Yeah. Still on brand. Yeah. Uh my number two, I did Robin. But I, did he have Robin? Did he have a superpower? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great
1: did he do anything? Like he He's was friends a with a rich power? guy. Yeah. yeah
0: and he just like and he followed batman around and dad dad like he never got batman out of a jam like he was just like he he was just like oh yeah i'll put on the green shorts How, are these hugging too tight and it's just like All right, relax.
2: 2021 batman bruce wayne hanging out with fucking like a little robin you think that's not like a little epstein-esque right people are asking some questions like what's up with this fucking billionaire yeah robin. This, like, a pretty little kid running around with him yeah yeah, he's just and like Bad Boy. That.
1: Remember Bad Boy? All right.
2: Does yeah, that make Bat like Boy. Catwoman,
1: like Maxwell Gislain <laughs>
2: Maxwell? Yeah, maybe.
1: Gislain, uh, no idea how to actually say that name. I've only read it in people's books. Score, we got... score <laughs> it. Score uh, it. Okay, uh, Captain Planet. Captain Planet had five rings, uh, not unlike the Olympics uh the olympics come every 4 years so 4 times 20 uh, 4 times 20 points for most awesome mm. and then uh Ro- robins uh shorts were a, a size 14 waistband so that's 14 points <laughs> for intricate so it is currently 22 to 22 and a half
2: ooh oh, nail biter right. nicely done <laughs> all right. match checks out we got we right. um we all remember this movie and and this, this guy was a superhero too but this is this guy's this guy's garbage. Uh I'm gonna go on the Rocketeer. Do you remember this? Cliff <laughs> Cliff Secord. Oh, yeah. Cliff Secord gets a fucking you know, we were talking about lazy fucking. Is that, is that re-
0: did you watch that? Is that rewatchable at all?
2: I have not watched what? that movie. I don't know. And I actually thought it was fucking uh Brendan Fraser that was the Rocketeer, but no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was Bill Campbell, <laughs> some guy I've never heard of. I don't remember what he looked like. I had to look it up. And, uh, but this guy is basically like a poor man's fucking evil Knievel. He straps a rocket to his back in a dumb helmet. That's not aerodynamic at all. And he goes flying around the world. It's so weird. You remember like, you remember they made superhero movies and nobody gave a shit about them? Like, that's so weird. Like, yeah,
0: that movie I imagine is unrewatchable, but Gen- I'm going to
2: watch it tonight for sure.
1: Jennifer Connelly's in it. I, yeah. I would like to run through the supporting cast of this movie. Prime Jennifer Connolly.
2: Prime Jennifer Connolly. Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. Timothy
1: <laughs> Dalton.
2: <Dolphin. clears throat> I, oh, I love when B gets uncomfortable. I wait, wait, time out. <laughs> I love when B gets uncomfortable. We're like smoking hot Jennifer Connelly. He's like, all right moving on, moving on, moving on. <laughs> all, right,
1: all right, moving on, moving on.
2: Um, okay, guys. Uh, Who's you your number one? Now, uh, you you decided who the winner is. You didn't say your number one. Who's your number one? We went off on a right, <laughs> It's also the Rocketeer. It's also the Rocketeer.
1: Yeah, yeah
2: uh i the silver
1: surfer the silver surfer
0: yeah it's just the like, silver he just, surfer like, he just like he surfs around the galaxies and i know he looks silver amazing we get it but like that is like there's no other superpower he has like he just he can surf through the galaxies and it's like it's so it's so lame
1: is he silver
0: <laughs> yes he's silver and does he surf, surf? <laughs> yeah, that's the entire time. well then the that's title it. delivers <laughs> also you know what? i don't like this i don't like when you're bearing the lead and you're the name of your superpower like be called something else like you just keep us guessing but he's just like i'm the silver surfer and it's just like oh are you gonna be silver and surfing he's just like
2: <laughs> yeah hey. like like my guy yeah. who's all of mystery the rocketeer <laughs> yeah the rocketeer gonna be you're gonna rock it around goblin. Are you fucking green? Are you a
0: goblin? Like, decided. Ask an answer. Next. What's up? Like, fucking keep it hidden a little bit.
1: What else, what else does he do? The silver surfer.
0: Nothing! He just surfs around the galaxies. That's the shitty part of him.
1: <laughs> He's not into your fucking conformity, brah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah these are... These are lit. This is kind of- I mean, look at what the lists are. We're not doing top three super of all time. We're doing bottom three super of all time. He's, but
2: he's Spaceman is Spicoli. Pass. <laughs> he's the, the past. He's the past. Uh, I, would, I would say Shia, I'd like to see a Shia LaBeouf fucking Silver Surfer. I'll tell you that right now. You said Spicoli. Let's, do it. Let's get Shia LaBeouf right. on it.
1: What is he bringing to it other than being Silver and Fucking getting reached
0: really? bruh. He's bringing Shia LaBeouf energy, yeah, which is great energy, a fascinating energy, a must look at energy. We're big, we're big Shia have? LaBeouf fans on this pod, very big Shia LaBeouf fans. This Shia LaBeouf pro pod,
2: if you shit on Shia LaBeouf, you're gonna catch some of that grenade energy at you. Get off right now, watch out. <laughs> grenade
1: energy. So, I'm I'm guessing Shia LaBeouf not stinky, no,
2: no, no. It doesn't okay. stink, no, it doesn't matter, it smells like roses.
1: Good, it's good, okay, good.
2: All right, how say you, Joe Booth?
1: Uh, Okay, Uh, we were going to say uh, uh, the Silver Server box office was somewhere around uh, $82,000, so you get 82,000 points. It
0: can't be a true number, but yes. Uh,
1: Rocketeer came out in 1991, uh, which meant I was four years away from touching probably six boobs, so 1991 has four... Uh times six puts us mm, unfortunately still under twenty four thousand. Brandon Wins with Sulfair Surfer! <laughs> <laughs> Our
0: Brandon Game of the Corner, bring us to the jam. Um, We're going to catch up for lost time. We're sorry, audience. Don't be sleeping on you. We know it. We're going we to guest Joe Booth. He's going to hang out. He's going to do this. Yeah. We're doing the NFL future. The NFC South. NFC South. We'll do them one at a time. So we'll do. Uh, we will have. Uh, most awesome has looked up the lines, but most awesome has prediction there. We will let Joe Booth. He can get an in inferred prediction, too, but he'll do yeah. his teams in order to drop him down. So, Joe, who do you want? Number one for AFC South. What's the first team? Let's talk about it. Uh,
1: First team, we're going to start at uh, the top. We're going to go uh, Indianapolis Colts.
2: Okay. Yeah, this one was a little bit in flux, so I just I just defaulted to the same times when I pulled out of because obviously, like, the uh, – the Wentz and Nelson injury, sir, but they came back to practice. I think today and or tomorrow they're scheduled to come back, so it's a little bit in flux. So, just wrap your mind around that. This is assuming that they'll be starters day one.
0: But yeah, no, no cheese, no cheese. Ryan Kelly,
1: Quinton Nelson, and Wentz all all. There's something yeah.
0: I, I think that I think this is the closest division on like, no one's quite sure who's gonna win it. It's gonna be the Colts or the Titans, and I think everyone's money's on that. And yeah. we'll get yeah. like. We're not going to get into like why the Texas money is weird, but the Texas money is weird, so it's really hard to figure that out. Uh, I have the colds, Colts, uh, Indianapolis, cold at nine point five.
2: Okay, I I was lower than you. I had them at seven, uh, just because I, I I'm concerned. It, I don't know if it's going to actually be what the number is. So I didn't, you know, I didn't base on the number. I just thought of like the winds that I saw on the table for them. So yeah. I thought like you know. 10 and seven could be nine yeah. and eight.
1: What do you got him, Joe? I also had him at nine and a half.
2: And you guys, uh, are, you guys would both be right. Nine and a half is the number.
1: Nine and a half is the real number. Nice. Uh, okay. Woo-hoo! So we'll go, go a little bit
0: deeper on your concerns. I, well,
2: I, I just think, you know, the offensive line, they're good. They have a really good defense, but if, if Carson Wentz, isn't going to play, you know, they gave him a five to 12 week window. Same thing with Nelson And I did it pre, you know, when it's coming back to practice, you mentioned Ryan Kelly, the center as well, too. That's a good call out because that's like the core of their offensive line. You know, it's going to affect Jonathan Taylor. It's going to affect Michael Pittman. It's, you know, it's going to, it's going to affect a lot of that. So is this team going to have to win, you know, just kind of dinking and dunking uh, and put up low scoring games. Their, their defense can, can knock it out. Plus they lost their offense or the defensive coordinator. No, their offensive coordinator to the, uh philadelphia eagles fuck philadelphia uh so yeah so so that's why I, that's why i was a little low on them i, I could be wrong I mean, they could be they could be a, a 10 win uh, team you no that's right like, they're a great thinking. roster yes they,
1: like chris ballard's done an amazing job there for yeah, sure there were a lot of chiefs fans who were upset when he went away they're they're fine now but like there was a yeah. lot of respect for that guy
2: and I like Frank Wright as a head coach, too. Like, I think he's a pretty solid head coach. You know what I mean? But the anytime you're, you trade, you make a big trade for the, your quarterback and he's got a, a bone that has to be removed in his foot and they gave a seven-week kind of window, it, it's concerning.
1: I'm just saying. I,
2: uh, I know. BDE Nick
1: Foles is out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, let's go. Uh, team number two, who do you got, Joe? Put it up. Uh, let's stay at the top and go with uh, the Tennessee Titans. You want me to go first this time? Sure. All right, just uh, so I don't look like I'm just copying Brandon. Uh, I have them at ten and a half, uh, which I think is low. Uh, I I'd bet the over on that. I think they're an easily a twelve win team. So, in a yeah, slowly. Just
0: see say you're never your number the we'll debate it. You had ten and a half. What do you got the most awesome? I had ten. I had ten. I have ten.
2: You have ten? Yeah, I think we all like this team. the The number was nine and a half, which I, I agree with you. I think is low Ooh. considering considering that I think I think this could be definitely like a, a twelve win team. Like I think I think if the Colts, if they if the injuries affect them, this is a one team league, and they could they could you know they could run through the AFC South pretty yeah, easily. Yeah, I
0: guess yeah, I guess you're right, Joe. Taking it around with it. What are you thinking? Like, why do you like a lot of wins from the Titans? I well
1: because oh, do, you, everybody uh, knows do, you
0: just, do you like the number or do you really think like this is a team to no i in? think
1: they're a fucking good team they add julio jones which all that's going to do is take pressure off of aj brown like Tannehill has always been a good quarterback i mean he was stuck in the hilarious like like I mean,
0: this was, I mean, this was all all Derrick Henry last year. Right? 100%.
1: And everybody's like, well, you know, if Derrick Henry gets injured, it's like, show me when it happens. Right. Like he's not Todd Gurley. Right. And he's not Ezekiel Elliott. He is a different beast. That guy is insanely strong. He's he's insanely insanely
0: strong. strong. So I I don't, I don't think we've seen a running back. Like it was um, most awesome. Was it running back for the Cowboys that kind of ran that vertical for a while? And I think I traded the Eagles.
2: Uh, uh, oh, you're, oh, you're talking about the D- uh, Darren McFadden. Is that what you're talking about? No. Like you're uh, upright? Is it Murray?
0: Yeah. Like, oh, DeMarco uh, Murray.
2: DeMarco Murray, yeah. Completely upright, right? Yeah, Completely yeah. Completely upright, like, let's get contact. Let's go. But DeMarco Murray was not – the physical specimen was not 6'3", 240. Right, no. He was, like, yeah, six was foot. Strong. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I think, yeah, the running styles is a bit, you know, he's, he's definitely – generating contact but he's also not like earl campbell right we're just gonna like stick his helmet in there and try and like bang heads and just kind of outwill people he will stiff arm you he will also outrun you too but what so. is,
0: is he is he 29 right now
2: no i don't think he's that old i think he's in his fourth or fifth year so what is he maybe 27 28 somewhere right there so he's like he's still in prime like he's still in that prime Trajectory for running backs. You know what I mean? It's yeah. my, my big concern with him is just the usage over the last three years. because yeah, yeah. he's up well, there. And yeah, touches.
0: It's, it's, it's the old thing, right? Where you can't get 300 touches. Yeah, That's when the big drop off happens if you get 300 touches. Yeah, or
1: 400. It's 300 rushes and yeah, 400 touches. 400 touches. Yeah, because that was the magic
2: number between like receptions and all that other stuff. So,
1: yeah, I, are, you worried, I, are you worried about that, Joe? What do you think? I'm not worried about that because I think what they've done is they've added weapons in the passing game and yeah. all you need is to start is immediately day one the play action works day one everyone is already so afraid of derrick henry running downhill at them that your play action is going to work yeah i think that's a, i think that's a salty team and, and like they're gonna make a lot of noise come playoff time yeah. is, is the they, problem,
0: their, their problem is defense
1: right uh no they they
2: they have landry um, they got rid of Butler, their defensive secondary. They have a Dory Jackson still. I mean, they're, they're, they're not, I would say that it's their problem. I think generating like a pass rush has been challenging at time. They brought Bud Dupree in from the Steelers, who is that offensive, you know, or offensive outside linebacker. Uh, and they pay, they play like a three, four defense. So, you know, I think, I think that they're, you know, pass rushes are their biggest issue. Um, the one thing I would say to monitor on this team. You know, their offensive coordinator was Arthur Smith, who moved on to be the head coach of the Falcons. Uh, I, you know, with all those tools and all those assets, I, I would just keep a, an eye on, especially in this preseason, to see, like, is, are, are they as – because the one thing that they loved about Arthur Smith was his play calling, like, in-game, like his ability to make decisions quickly, change things up, like just keep an eye on that because, you know, I don't, I don't know if this team with, you know, the option of Derrick Henry could just potentially run
1: him into the ground a little bit early.
0: All right, Joe. Uh, told, uh, Colts, Colt Titans. Who do you like to win the division?
1: I like, I like Tennessee to take it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think uh, they. I... Uh, you got four automatic wins with the Jags and in, in Houston, and let's right. say they split it. Like that's five wins towards a nine and a half total. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: I guess the next team.
1: Uh, let's go with uh, uh, the Jaguars. Jaguars. Okay. I got Jaguars at seven and a half. Seven and a
2: half. Joe, what's yours?
1: Five and a half
2: for Jaguars. Oh, I'm copying you. I got five and a half too. And the number is six right and a half. Life. Okay. Yeah. No, we're, we're kind of right in the middle there. I, I, right in the yeah. Yeah. I think this is an interesting team to to take On a Trevor look at. Trevor Lawrence, stuff, I
0: guess.
2: Yes. I. Yeah. You have. I love Trevor Lawrence. I'm a big fan of Trevor Lawrence. I mean, um, but I'm not. I mean, Urban Meyer is one wherever he's gone. I will say that there's a little questioning of his methodology but Urban Meyer is a good football coach. Uh, Well, it's interesting to have seen like the reasons why some of the, like Steve Spurrier going from college to football didn't work because Steve Spurrier didn't want to put in the work Uh, and admittedly so. And I don't think that probably. We have have
0: that information in hindsight.
2: Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. But I don't think the same is to be said with, with Urban Meyer. Like this guy has committed his, the, like, I know everyone's talking about like his one-on-ones, like that he evaluates the drills on a one-on-one basis. Like I'm, I'm sure there's something to be said for that, but he's also trying to create a little bit of a unique culture here. I don't think they're going to be as good of a team as seven and a half wins, but I think that they could have potential to be closer to that number to Brandon's number than maybe my number. I might be a little pessimistic than, than I'm optimistic. Yeah, it,
0: no, no, it's a good point. And Joe, I'll let you jump in real fast, but I just, yeah, I think the Jaguars are super interesting. Cause like it's, we get an America's team every year, right? And this, I feel like this is America's team. Everyone's going to be rooting for the Jaguars. So it's like, how do they take that energy and that momentum? And also, when we get people back in the stands, like, is that two more wins? Like, how good is Trevor Lawrence going to be? How good is he going to be? Like, everyone's just like, if you tell me he's the next, like, um, what the No, no, the, the guy Andrew Luck. He, yeah. If he's like Andrew Luck, like, I'm in, but I don't watch. I don't watch enough college football to know that. I know I love Andrew Luck. I think Andrew Luck's fucking amazing, and I don't get to see Andrew Luck play anymore. That's fine. But it's like if Trevor Lawrence is that level, but is also like, can not he be? And Joe, you you jump on this. Can Trevor Lawrence? I mean, is there like a little bit of a just a big college prospect that isn't going to pan out? Is that possible?
1: Well, I mean, it's it's hard when you're playing on like an uh, like an absolute juggernaut that rules a league of juggernauts it's just hard whenever you get to like oh now you're at the bottom of the barrel and everybody on your team is the best player you've played with right and everybody around the and they're the and they're the worst team in a league of the best players you've played with so that's always tough but the dude throws a really pretty ball and like he's he has a kick-ass temperament and disposition to just be like completely unflappable like i've I've been, I like I've, been I've been blessed with a girlfriend who uh is really interested in like just going through and watching every preseason game and like we have just straight up watched all the preseason The dude stands be, tall in the it should, pocket he's actually,
0: the, it, this should be some podcast that you have a girlfriend that watches preseason football with you. <laughs> <laughs> I know we should, we should I know break that off like we'll it's, make it it's
1: insane. insane I I mean jackpot uh He just, I don't know. He, he looks fantastic. I, I love, I'm a little like, I was a little like, didn't get the, 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 the Etienne pick. I didn't really understand that. Mm -hmm. Like you had James Robinson, who's already a a great running back. And I know that, that most awesome has talked about how they intend to use Etienne as, as more of a offensive weapon. Like, maybe you're looking at him being more like a Tyreek Hill who played running back at Oklahoma State before transitioning to wide receiver in the pros, and then, like, you're looking at moving him to wide receiver. I guess that's, you know, we'll see. Moving guys from positions doesn't historically – worked out great. It just seemed like a high thing to do.
2: Yeah, I don't think they're going to move him to a wide receiver, but I do think that they're going to look at him in like a, going back to Urban Meyer days, like, an, uh, like a Percy Harvin role. Like, I think he's going to be running yeah. back first, but they're going to find ways to like do bubble screens with him because the one thing that Travis Etienne has is like the ability to break big runs and make huge plays. And I think that's what like, if they can bring him out of the backfield and do little, you know, out routes and, and drag routes across the middle. Uh, he's going to be matched up against linebackers and that's going to be a bad matchup for him. I don't think we've seen it, you know, and here's the other thing too is like Laviska Chenault is like, everyone talks about him. The wide receiver for the Jaguars is basically like a running back, like a bulked up running back. Like he's not going to blow by you and run, run past you, but he's in like that Debo Samuel esque, Realm of like that slot, bigger slot receiver. Then you've got DJ Chark. The, for me, it's the offensive line. Like is the offensive line going to, like you said, that's Warren where I wanted up. them to go
1: in yeah. the first yeah. round. But they yeah. bring in Walker Little, yeah. who I think, who I think could have easily gone end of the first, top of the second, and is a that the Stanford offensive lineman. Yeah, and everybody's saying, like I just I heard enough dudes who played offensive line saying he was their favorite offensive lineman in the draft and it's like the kind of like yeah i love the weight like technician but nasty and it's like and that seems to be continuing at this level so yeah, i don't cool. know jaguars could be could be a yeah. surprise thank
0: you, pick, think you pick. all right let's go to texans uh texans real fast <laughs> <those>.
1: <laughs> my over under is 22 lawsuits <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow you are going to go there all right um it ma- it's
1: a football topic
0: we don't talk about that shit on this podcast. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, my over-under for them, honestly, four and a half.
2: I got five. I had uh, four, and it's four.
1: Oh, this, mm. this I mean, this is the...
0: And we're going to blow through this. I'm going to be honest, guys. We're going to get through this really fast. Uh, this is the... Uh, Provided you news
1: enough oil. This is the
0: hands-on pick for uh, at least wins in the league, right? Most awesome?
2: Yeah. Yeah, this is the bottom. This is the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Uh David Cully, the head coach, you know, this is like a tough vacancy to fill, especially with all the uh, uh Bob McNair stuff. Well, if
0: Deshaun Watson plays, like, this is an eight-win team, right? I mean, if he, for some reason, plays, let's not get too deep into it, but if he plays, like,
2: yeah, oh, yeah. The, the thing is, is it's this is as much like, is he gonna play or is he not gonna play? Like, I mean, I think we all assume he's not gonna play, but there's been no suspension levied on this player, right?
1: Yeah, not yeah I'll I'll take this in a different direction. Head coach in the NFL has got to be one of the hardest jobs in the world because it's the only job where having a piece of shit predecessor doesn't help you at all. Right? Nobody's like, hey, at least he's not Bill O'Brien. It's like. There's no uh, stepdad, like, benefit where it's like, oh, well, the last guy was a fucking, like, giant turd, so I'm automatically better. It's like, no, the last guy was a giant turd, and he just left turds everywhere. <laughs> <I don't laughs> I and mean, now blame right. me for Right.
0: I, I mean, that that line is super weird. Okay, so let's, um, before we go to the NFC South, uh, we're going to gift you three Brandana dollars, three Mavi dollars. To Joe, if you want to bet them on something that we had, is there some line that you thought was insane that you want to bet, Joe? Uh,
1: yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking all three on the Tennessee over, on over nine and a half. Absolutely, seventeen games. You're telling me they're gonna, they're gonna lose eight of them? No, no, sir. Yeah, yeah. All
2: right. That's sense. Nice. Are you, are you on there also? Yeah, no, I, w- I, w- that would be my bet. You know, what I mean, it's, a, it's a, I don't want to bet the under on the colds because you know and i and and the, and the jags is six and a half is just meaty enough a number where it's like uh, i don't know if it was at five and a half i might have jumped on it but six and a half is like you know I need, I need them to go seven and ten and i don't know if i can guarantee that right
0: okay all right uh, let's have the nfc south so we got joe's numbers we'll post all the shit like we'll get it nfc south all right um joe give us the teams in order what do you want
1: uh, let's start off with the New York Giants. Uh, NFC South, uh, NFC South. 90s. Oh, sorry, yeah. NFC South. Uh, uh, let's start off with the the Carolina Panthers.
2: The Panthers. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll start off this time. I had them at six and a half. I had them at seven and a half. Seven and a half. Joseph. Six. Six. And it is seven and a half. Brandana nails it. Good one, Brandana. Big Matt Rule fan uh i actually like (laughs) this i like this number because i i i think there could be a little like renaissance of sam darnold i could be wrong but i think there's going to be a little bit of a Uh, yeah i I, guess we're betting on right like i think they were
0: betting on like is sam darnold like a legit nfl quarterback or is it not that's like to get to eight wins to go eight and nine is it fucking insane he did i mean he uh his his showcase game what do you win that like 35 to three or something like he's, he's a good quarterback
2: I, I think he has potential and i think rule a good change of pace getting him out of new york is a good spot for him. Yeah. they have some rep weapons i think they're trying to work on a grandana favorite robbie anderson the wide receiver the speedster I think they're trying to work on an extension for him um also the, former the, jet also former jet yes correct and uh their defense is the biggest issue for them.
0: And and one of, and one of, the most, one of the best like just utility players in the game like
2: Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if you say play, like 8 and 9 fucking doable. For sure. Absolutely doable, yeah. yeah. All right. Who who do you want next? Joe? Uh let's go to Atlanta. Hotlanta. Okay. The new Arthur yeah, Smith.
0: Oh, this is hard. I'm always, you know me, brother. I'm always pro Falcons. I'm always pro Falcons. <laughs> So I usually have them a win over what they need to be, but God damn it. They lost so much fucking talent, but I love this fucking team. I got them at nine. I said nine, nine locking in. What's up? What's up? Seven and
2: a half. Seven and a half. I had it at six and a half. I'm low on the Falcons. Joe nailed it. Seven Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah.
0: That fucking over bet that fucking over
2: they're gonna th- it's gonna be a lot of shootouts bro it's gonna be, i'm ah.
0: been mowing you money right now Ben
2: mowing you money okay
0: <laughs> i do like
2: i like the progression of calvin ridley i'm not gonna lie i am now, not he I'm, is good fucking, at football yes, he is good at football i not
0: really and this this tight end is supposed to be like pits the best yeah. we've seen since fucking he was nobody.
2: amazing in florida yeah he was amazing in florida for sure he is, he is basically like a bigger Julio Jones, right? He's he's gonna fit that role nicely for them. And I like and I like Arthur Smith, the head coach. He's the new head coach. You're talking me. I don't know if nine, nine's crazy town. Nine's crazy town, but nice
0: sexy. Nice nine's sexy. sexy. All right. Well, wait, what's what is the number? It's seven and a half. Seven and a half yeah what what oh i'm sorry i gotta walk to the bank to take out all the money i own (laughs) i
1: i I hate i i love betting win totals i hate having my money tied up for yes five months yeah yeah but i but i i do love calling your shot it's a little crazy like when they go they get 2 and 0, like that number on that ticket
0: is going to be insane.
1: I know. cuz you're what you're saying with betting the under is they're going to lose 10 games. Right. Like, the Atlanta Falcons I don't think people are giving nearly enough credence to how much that extra game affects this shit. They don't no one knows how to figure it out. We don't have we, a fair time.
2: Yeah, we talked about it when we started this we're like we're, we're all over the board. Usually Brandana gets fucking maniacal if he's like a half point off. But he's just like I don't fuck it this year. I don't even know.
0: I have no idea. No, I'm I'm full. I, I'll be like two games off. I'm just like oh, I, I guess that? so. <laughs> if,
1: if Matt Ryan stays healthy, like they're going to beat that over by three or four games. Like they'll be a 10 or 11 win team. Interesting. Interesting. If he t- but if he goes down, they got yeah. the first overall pick, right? Like mm, their right. backup is some schmo. I've never. Like, I mean, not, not even... All like, right, all right, all right,
0: Dude, I am so, like, I, I'm i going to the ATM. I think get the ATM. I'm, so a, I'm already
2: marking a little dollar sign on that one already. I can already tell.
0: Yeah, but $3, three dollar signs, brother. All right, Joe, right. What do you think for us next?
1: Least interesting team in the league. Uh, the uh, fake winners of the Super Bowl. <laughs> They're going to march Mahomes in on Christmas, and he's going to take the Lombardi, because he actually won... And Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
2: They're over there. They're <laughs> over there doing it right now. I, Mike Pence is in
1: there. <laughs> Mike Pence is in. He's counting the points right now. I um, added.
0: I added a half win because I think this is a biggest darling. I don't think I had enough. I'm gonna
1: go. I'm gonna do eleven way too high. I can't wait to bet the under 11. Hmm. Well, then you'll bet my under because I got him at 12 and a half. I had him at 12. It's 11 and a half.
2: Only team Ooh. to return all, only Super Bowl team ever to return all 22 starters. Yeah. So that's important. That means something. I don't I'm
1: know
0: sure, what it means. They almost lost the Redskins. Like I'm not oversold on this. Washington I football team. Get- I, yeah, watch the football thing. Uh, I get that Tom Brady can win fucking football games. He's not going to do it again. They're going to be on the road, at least for their second playoff game. I don't know. 11 and I, Well, I they'll
1: probably that. be on the road for the Super Bowl, at least. So that would help.
0: Nice, nice. Yes. They, will be on the road. Just...
1: They, w- they won't be playing the the, you know, the Bill O'Brien of offensive lines, which is what Kansas City trotted out there.
0: Yeah, I'm not pro, not pro bucks. What do you got?
2: October 3rd, October 3rd. Brady goes back to New England. We, you may hear about that game. Well, the, yeah, you this may was hear. About, fucking... yeah,
0: we, we talked about this, like, <coughs> this, you and I haven't talked about it, but this isn't a coincidence. He is going to break the most passing yards of all time by that. If he throws like he's supposed to throw like 220 a game before he gets there. Like this is set up intentionally. He is going to have the most passing yards of all time
1: when he faces his former team. Ooh. Bill Belichick Ooh. is going to break Tom Brady.
2: Right. He's gonna. He's gonna. It's gonna be like <laughs> an old like WWF. He's like, here
1: comes Bernard Pollard.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if he's just like they sit down, and just like ready, hut hut, and just like the entire defensive line just like smash through, <laughs> just helmet that. to helmet every yeah. play. <laughs> like breaks them. <laughs> all right, we go for the last team. Let's go. Uh, last team
1: is uh, New Orleans. The There's Saints true. of New Orleans.
0: Uh, this is a weird team. I think they're yeah. going to give a little respect. they should not give to them. So I'm interested in this bet. I have the Saints at seven wins.
1: Ooh, I have them six and a half.
2: Oh, we all do not like the Saints. I have them at seven as well, too. It's nine.
1: Gave him nine.
2: mgm wow. gave him nine i was like get the fuck are you what What are you talking we're talking to james what? winston Hill. yes i don't exactly. know i don't i i don't know why i i think this is like a like you said like just historically they've always been good so we're like now how much did the brand ask, answer the brand Dan answered this question how much of this is just like a public number where the public knows like the average better is like oh yeah this answer is always good I'll bet the over on this. Like,
0: yeah, I Yeah, for percent but you can't, you, you get to look at whale money too. Like, I totally agree. I think there is a lot of public love for the Saints. I, I think a lot of people love the fact that Sean Payton is going to do what Sean Payton wants to do, but it's also like starting Taysom Hill is insane.
3: Yeah.
0: And we don't have an answer on that. Like if he starts Taysom Hill, even for three games, like that's a quick 0-3 start. So I, I think there's like, uh there's, I mean, New Orleans is probably, like, what, number five team in just, like, loyalty and love. So it's just, like, yeah, it's it's bumping up a little higher than it should be. But it's just, like, I, even if when Jameis Winston does roll out there, like, game three or game one, like,
2: I love this bet. I love the the bet on the under. I do, too. I love the under on this.
1: I love the under on it just because if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. Right, right. They, like you don't know who your starting quarterback is. What are you, t- you and you're telling me well, you're going to win ten I, I, games?
0: Peyton Peyton himself in the corner because he's just like, am I going to show that I just do whatever the fuck I want to do and that that? It's like, yes, I guess you can do that, but you're going to lose a lot of fucking football games and a guy that can't throw a fucking football.
1: It's it, you're also looking at a like, is that locker room going to be divided? based on who thinks like which quarterback gives them the best chance to win like one if one of those guys loses two games you have a divided locker room like immediately yes.
0: And james winston is going to lose two games both these guys are going to lose two games i don't know who's starting doesn't matter both those guys <laughs> immediately like they're both fucking horrible for two different reasons it's a lot more fun to watch james winston but they're going to go to, and you can't score points with Taysom No.
2: Yeah. It's, it's a, it is a conundrum to say the least. Like, uh, yeah, I think this is a, the, I think this is the year that this team falls off. I, I've said it a couple years running, but this is the, this is the year, this is the year that they're going to fall off.
1: Yep.
0: Let's do it. Okay. Uh, MVP of the week. Let's go. Um, my MVP is face football. Uh, she's back. That's my bit. <laughs> What's up? All right. Uh, most awesome. Who's your fit?
2: Uh, MVP going with Miggy Cabrera. Uh, long time. Uh, Detroit Tiger just hit his 500th home run. That's basically putting him in the Hall of Fame right there. So, Miggy Cabrera, good on you, sir.
0: Wait, wait, is it – was that – was that? he was doing it? Was he going to make the Hall of Fame without it?
2: He probably would have anyways, but I'm just saying now it's like – it's kind of locked up, right? <laughs> like you hit 500 <laughs> homers in a year in, in your career. It's, you're, you're, you're probably going to the Hall.
0: I dinga, I dinga. All right, um, Joe Booth, who you got?
1: Uh, my MVP of the week are you two guys. <laughs> Thank you for sir. crushing another week of hot pod. Such hot pod
0: because it's been the most the awesome brand new sports co- podcast coming at you as we always do. Episode 181.
1: Shoot us an email. What are you doing? Why are you not sending this email? I've been thinking Late about five it. five stars, guys. Send us M- an email M-A-B at M-A-B <Sports sports sports and at and gmail.com. Tell a friend, hit subscribe. Why don't <laughs> you to sign us it. off? Most I, awesome.
0: I, I'm Brandon. I want you sign yourself off. Most <laughs> awesome. Oh, uh,
2: uh, that's good. Uh, <clears throat> audience, uh, I know you guys, we, we ask you to send emails every week. So just go ahead and cross off the snake versus au- auction question. Asked and answered.
3: It's fashion.